Welcome to the Honor the Gift Podcast. I am your host, Art McCracken. I specialize in transformational leadership and high-performance coaching. I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals along the way, helping them achieve greater outcomes in all aspects of their life. I'm a speaker and writer, but at the end of the day, none of that holds a candle to being a husband, father, and friend. I believe the greatest gift in our mortal existence is the gift of choice. How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. I also believe that career is a way of being and not just a way of life. And when you figure that out, by learning to let go of the charades and leaning into growth, life just seems to unlock itself. I know this because I've lived it. Quite simply, my calling is people experience living true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the commitment to lean into growth. I honor your journey. Now, let's do this. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another weekly episode. This week's episode is on the topic criticism. Even the word conjures up an emotion and an apprehensive nature. You see, criticism is often associated with delivering an unfavorable assessment of somebody else's effort. When the table is turned and we are the receiver of criticism, it can really elicit a reactive response and trick us into some reinforcement habits. This journey we call life, it's full of opportunity for growth, as we know, but sometimes these moments of growth, however, are not as apparent as we would hope, and more often they're clouded by our own ego or simply confirmational bias that clouds our ability to see an opportunity for change. On giving criticism, there are times we might be called upon to deliver a grounded assessment of somebody else's behavior or a way of being that might be showing up counter to what's expected or intended. These situations are often difficult and have the potential to be handled recklessly and received by the one being criticized in a potentially confronting way. As a caution, sometimes we can become so jaded that criticism of others becomes our own way of being and thus draws us deep into drama, becoming an expert, persecutor, victim, and rescuer almost on the fly. On that note, let me share with you a story from Dale Carnegie. He shares this of himself and an experience that he had at an event and how this need to be right and be seen in the criticism of another played out. So here it goes. Uh, The passage was called Complaints and Criticism. Shortly after the close of World War I, I learned an invaluable lesson one night in London. I was attending a banquet given in honor of Sir Ross Smith. During the dinner, the man sitting next to me told a humorous story which hinged on the quotation, There's a divinity that shapes our ends, rough-hew them how we will. The raconteur mentioned that the quotation was from the Bible. He was wrong, I knew that. I knew it positively. There couldn't be the slightest doubt about it, and so, to get a feeling of importance and display my superiority, I appointed myself as an unsolicited and unwelcomed committee of one to correct him. He stuck to his guns. What? He thundered at me. From Shakespeare, impossible, absurd. That quotation was from the Bible, and he knew it, with not one scintilla of doubt. The storyteller was sitting on my right, and Frank Gammon, an old friend of mine, was seated at my left. Frank had devoted years to the study of Shakespeare. 
So the storyteller and I agreed to submit the question to him. Frank listened, kicked me under the table, and then he said, Dale, you are wrong. The gentleman is right. It is from the Bible. I couldn't wait to get Frank alone. On my way home that night, I said to him, Frank, you knew that quotation was from Shakespeare. Yes, of course, he replied. Hamlet, Act 5, Scene 2. But Dale, we were guests at a festive occasion. Why prove to a man he is wrong? Is that going to make him like you? Why not let him save his face? He didn't ask for your opinion. He didn't want it. Why argue with him? I love that story because it's it's just fascinating how much it shows how criticism sometimes can be a very self-serving, uh, be right mode to make somebody else look less than and for us to look more than. So diving a bit deeper on the topic of criticism. Let me provide one of the most impactful quotes of my life. In fact, I want to share with you three things, and let me outline that first, and then I'll share with you the quote in that order. Um, The first thing I'll share with you is this quote on criticism. It will be more of a reference point as we continue in this conversation. The second thing I want to share with you is how to give criticism. There's a key question for delivery and coaching that I think will be helpful And then the third thing is how to receive criticism. And it's really an opportunity for personal growth. So let me start with this quote on criticism. As I mentioned, it's been one of the most impactful quotes in my entire life. I've had it hanging on my office wall for many years. It's one of the things that uh, I often think about. The words come to my mind quite frequently. And so I'll share with you that quote now. I don't know who the author is. Um, I don't know if I'll ever know who the author is. I've looked and looked and looked and I can't find it. But here's the quote. Don't mind criticism. If it's untrue, disregard it. If it's unfair, keep from irritation. If it's ignorant, smile. If it's justified, learn from it. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in. hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If growth, personal growth and development is your thing and you're here learning and leaning into growth, glad you're here, glad you're part of the community. If you want more of this, make sure and hit subscribe in this podcast platform or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Search for Honor the Gift podcast and make sure and subscribe so that it shows up each week with new updates, new conversations new learning, new ideas and concepts, again, to help us all in this journey we call growth and how we make it through life and the way that we show up for others. Also, if you are looking for more information, deeper dives into some of these conversations, and just an update to stay in the loop, you can always go to choiceisthegift.com and click on subscribe where you'll be uh, in the loop on things that are upcoming and more updates on this podcast. Again, thank you for being here. Now let's get back to the episode. Now, the second thing I talked about is how do we give criticism? And really, I just want to provide one thing. It's a tool in your tool belt of leading and guiding and coaching and mentoring in your own life, uh, having sometimes perceived confrontational conversations, but certainly a way for you to give advice in hopes that Somebody will hear that message and value it and implement something in their life to make a change for themselves. So here's the key question. Do I have your permission? 
An example of that might be, do I have your permission to give you some coaching? Do I have your permission to share with you some insights uh, that you may not be seeing yourself? So you use that, that entry, do I have your permission? You can attach to it whatever you want. But this gives the other party an opportunity to open themselves up, be willing to engage in information that may come uh, a little bit harder than they thought or maybe something that's a little bit unknown and variable, but it's their opportunity to engage. And they can say, yes, go ahead. Or they can say no, and then we don't. But you always want somebody to be open to any sort of feedback, uh, feed forward, if you will. Oftentimes that criticism is viewed as a, as a hit on somebody or, or something that, uh, would take them out of their game and, and cause some pain. But, uh, oftentimes good, constructive, uh, developmental criticisms, more of a critique of somebody's, uh, forward motion can sometimes be very helpful. The third thing I want to share with you is how to receive criticism. And what I'd like to share with you really around this point is something, again, that, that just absolutely rattled me the first time I read it. There's a book called Relationomics, and it's written by Dr. Randy Ross. And in the section titled The Growth Spiral, he talks about uh, something he refers to as the poor man's 360. And it's really a single question that can provide a wealth of developmental feedback. In fact, I'll share with you uh, just a real quick passage from his book on this specific question. He said, I'm not sure of its origin and I do not claim it as my own, but it's one I use frequently with significant people in my relational realm. To set it up, choose those who are closest to you and give them carte blanche to be completely candid. In fact, Tell them you want them to offer you the last 10%, the difficult feedback that most are afraid to express. You see, the first 50 to 70% of the feedback is typically positive, and it contains a lot of fluff. The next 20 to 40% is usually thought-provoking insight that challenges us to grow. But the last 10% of feedback is the hard stuff, the stuff that exposes the ugly and unsightly cracks in our character. It's what we don't want to hear, but desperately need to hear. It's the raw, real conversation that has to take place in order to move toward relational maturity. So give them the freedom to go there with you, then ask them the following question. Here's the key question. I hope that you'll write this down. Go back, rewind this podcast, and, and certainly find this question. It's a powerful question and something that can certainly provide major insight as you're working to grow. So here's the question, simply this. What's it like for you to be on the other side of me? So I challenge you to sit with this last example for a bit. Being the receiver of less than favorable news or observation can really mess with your head. Sometimes these criticisms come during times when we're fully in a belief that we are at our best that we're doing everything we can and that we're on our game. Remember that it's never easy for someone who cares deeply for you and your success to give you the tough stuff. How can we become a glad receiver of key detail to help us become better? Are we capable of releasing our own self-interest and attached ego by continuing to shed the shell, protecting us from new growth? Who do you need to hear these things from? a colleague, trusted mentor, spouse, one of your children, 
Will you run from or intentionally lean into this opportunity? I would challenge you to evaluate where this type of dialogue, investing in your own growth, can become an ongoing and vital part of your own growth journey. In closing, uh, in fact, even before I close, I want to promise you something. I can promise you from firsthand experience that this is difficult, but when received in humility and from a place of love and respect for the one giving you their best in an earnest effort to help you see, feel, and hear the bell toll, it has the power to transform your relationship and partnership with those people in your life who matter the most. So in closing, I'd like to share the quote that I shared a few moments ago, again, for you to settle in on and think about and apply it in your life. It goes like this. Don't mind criticism. If it's untrue, disregard it. If it's unfair, keep from irritation. If it's ignorant, smile. If it is justified, learn from it. Criticism doesn't have to be a pinch point in your life. I invite you to engage in the sometimes difficult yet pivotal conversations. Remember that growth is always a choice. Until next week, my friends, make it a great one. And remember to always honor the gift.